What's up, my lovely people? Today, we will be talking about having a growth mindset and the power of activating. Activation. I really hope you like it. And don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. It really helps me out. With that being said, enjoy the show. You're not special. Y'all are just not special. Welcome to the abstract guide for the confused and captivated. I'm super glad you're here hanging out with me. Sometimes we all need a buddy in quarantine, and if I can be that person for you, that's awesome. If not, I mean, I'm just here speaking my mind. Uh, Tell me how your day is going in the comments and what plans you have for this weekend. And let's just jump right into it. Let's just get into growth and having a growth mindset. Our minds play a very powerful role in what we believe and how we think. What we think about ourselves and our abilities, they all decide how we act and how we lead our lives. When you look at successful people or those who have achieved some sort of mastery in a skill that you admire, what do you tell yourself? A lot of the time it's they're more gifted than others or they have more talent or they have some innate ability that made them successful. But do you believe success just comes from that or do you think that it also comes from hard work and developing new strategies and drawing inspiration from others and good mentoring, investing in that learning process and going through this constant cycle of improvement? throughout your life. What you believe is what you achieve. Conscious or unconscious, how you choose to interpret your experiences can set the boundaries on what you can accomplish. There's power in believing that you can improve and accomplish what you set out to achieve by looking at failures and setbacks as a medium for growth. It's being resilient in the face of challenging circumstances and unattended consequences. So that's a big intro on how to shift your mindset a little bit going into this podcast uh, with an open mind to really embrace what I'm going to tell you about being aware of growth and being aware of how we can use that growth to our advantage. So now how do we shift ourselves from being limited by our abilities and our innate intelligence and shift it from that to being able to find freedom and being able to build up to this new sense of growth and determination. How do we commit to a path of learning? Before we can enable the switch, it's important to understand the concept of two types of mindsets. Uh, They were both developed by Carol Dweck who is a researcher at Stanford University, and it's called The Fixed and The Growth Mindsets. In her book, Mindset, Carol Dweck beautifully sums up the two types of mindsets. So here's just a little glimpse into that. When you enter a mindset, you enter a new world. In one world, the world of fixed traits, 
Success is about proving you're smart or talented. Success is about validating yourself. In the other, the world of changing qualities, it's about stretching yourself to learn something new, developing yourself. In one world, failure is about having a setback, getting a bad grade, losing a tournament, getting fired, getting rejected. It somehow translates to the fact that you're not smart enough or not talented enough, that you don't have the ability to succeed. In the other world, failure is not any of those things, but rather it's about growth. It's about growing, not reaching for the things that you value. It means you're not fulfilling your potential. Every person has potential, and in one world, effort is a bad thing. Effort, like failure, means you're not smart or talented. It, for some reason, if you have to work hard to achieve your goals and to achieve that full potential, you're somehow worth less than someone who just has the ability to get there with a very minimal struggle. But if you were talented, if you were smart, you wouldn't need that effort. In the other world, effort is about what makes you smart or talented. You have a choice. Mindsets are just beliefs. They're powerful beliefs, but they're just something in your mind, and you can always change your mind. So, if you're not inherently talented at one thing, that doesn't mean that you're never going to be talented. The talent is what comes in the form of effort. It It's what comes in the form of determination. That drive to get you to where you want to go, that is the real talent. That's the real smart piece. It's the piece that everyone misses. And it is so crucial in developing this kind of growth mindset in ourselves. To shift to a growth mindset, you have to undergo a few different steps. The first one is you have to tell yourself a different story. Now, there's a lot of power in the story that we tell ourselves. What do you tell yourself when uh, you are learning something new and it gets frustrating? Do you tell yourself, oh, I'm not good at this, I can't do this, I'm never going to be able to uh, play at a talent show, I'm never going to be as good as this other person? Do you have a choice? Are you smart enough to learn new things? Do you feel challenges lift you up or bring you down? When we all come across hard problems or difficult situations, how we interpret and react to them is based on our own story. It's based on the book that you open at the beginning of the day that has everything that you go through and all of the uh, challenges that you face, and our actions are nothing but a manifestation of our beliefs. So the first step is to enable that growth mindset. It's to learn to catch yourself in the moment make a choice, and shift the language you use. So, for example, instead of telling yourself, I'm not good at it, I can't do it, it's not worth it, I might as well just give up now, tell yourself, I can do better. I can do it. I want to try and not give up. I am strong. I want to explore. I believe in myself. Those new words are so empowering and just, like, A personal example is I just started doing yoga for the first time Uh, and as as weird as it sounds I I honestly love it because it is so much harder than everyone 
thinks it is and you have so much focus on your breathing and uh, strength and it's so it's very calculated slow movements to make your body almost like scream like it's it's very intense in the practices that I do and I just feel like whenever I'm in that tough position I just whisper to myself I'm like I am strong I can do this and every time it always works out and I always leave the practice feeling just so unbelievably proud of myself because I believe in myself and I talk nicely to myself to shift my mindset in the moment. There are plenty of times where I wish I could just collapse and just end the practice right there, but it's getting through that that shows so much more talent and perseverance than someone who's just naturally flexible and can just do all of the yoga. It doesn't mean anything to them if they don't have to work hard and put effort into uh, their daily routine. The second one is to set learning goals. So when you commit to learning every day as opposed to seeking goals that prove your worth, you get a lot more out of those goals. So for example, instead of setting a goal to lose 30 pounds, commit to instead eating healthy every day. Instead of trying to score an A on the next test, commit to practicing uh, that topic every day instead of the goal of becoming a professional runner and running triathlons and uh, winning a marathon or something, commit to running every day. Focusing on the process as opposed to the outcome helps us look for the small continuous wins, the small improvements that add up over a period of time. James Clear made a big point in saying that habits are going to compound. And so when we're focused on just the little wins, the little steps in the right direction, we shift to learning. We can consciously choose that path in which hard work and effort and deliberate practice, practice and persistence, is the key to success. Success doesn't come in a day. It's a result of years of hard work and learning never ends. Again, like, I think I said before in a podcast or two episodes ago where I I didn't gain weight in in a day you know I didn't gain weight in a week It, it was months of not knowing what I was doing and finally getting to the place where now I can make a decision and make choices over what I'm doing with my life and how food impacts my body in different ways so it doesn't come in a day And you're going to have to learn every day and tweak things in your life, but that's what makes uh, learning and choosing to set those goals low at first, that's what makes that so much more rewarding. Number three is choosing to capitalize on your failures. Failures teach us what success can't. Instead of running away from failures and giving up when faced with a setback, you can take advantage of those failures by reviewing them and identifying what didn't work and then from that, devising a plan to correct your mistakes. Kind of goes back to number two where you set small little goals along the way and assess your failures at every one and take advantage of that. By going back and reviewing them, there's this sense of understanding with yourself that 
once you make a mistake, you're not going to make that mistake again. If you truly just embrace it and face that setback head on uh, instead of just ignoring it and waiting until it comes up again. Applying different mental models to your daily life uh, develops new strategies and you can seek help from others to just help you review those decisions and commit to getting better but it's very important that after every defeat you set your mind to look at it from a different perspective. Again, create that different story to learn and grow instead of considering them as almost like a limitation of your abilities. You should be able to capitalize on them and make the most out of the mistakes that you do make now. Because in the future, when it might be a little more crucial for you not to make mistakes, you're already going to have so much more experience dealing with those kinds of things if you sit back, take them all in, and just run with it. Number four is choosing quote-unquote Goldilocks tasks for continuous improvement. So what are Goldilocks tasks? These are activities that are not too easy but also not too difficult, just a little bit over what you're currently doing, a little bit over your current abilities. They honestly provide a perfect opportunity to step outside your comfort zone without leading to too much anxiety, without building up too much stress in your body. There's a difference between seeking challenges and setting out to do what's impractical. If you try to climb a mountain without building any physical strength, uh, if you try to solve trigonometry without learning the basic algebra principles, uh, there's no way you can succeed. And if you do, it'll be through much, much more trial and error than it would be if you would take the time to build up that, th that foundation. Uh, a good example of this is with progressive overload. Uh, in the gym, when you go in on Monday, let's say that you're uh, lifting currently, you're squatting, uh, let's say, 100 pounds, okay? and you do it and the next time you come in and you squat 100 pounds, if you keep squatting 100 pounds, of course it's going to get easier, but you're not challenging your muscles even more. So once 100 pounds starts to get a little too easy, then you bump it up to 105, then you start bumping it up to 110 once those two get too easy. It's about providing your body with that path for continuous improvement by slowly building upon your current abilities. That's what I mean by uh, kind of that Goldilocks. It's just right in the middle of uh, the things that you want to be doing for continuous improvement. Number five is being consistent and flexible. You can't shift from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset in a day. Much like other things, it requires d constant practice. You have to be consistent in reflecting on your past behavior by asking yourself some of these questions. How did you act last time? Did you choose a fixed or a growth mindset? What made you choose one mindset over the other? Is there a pattern here? Have you adopted a fixed mindset throughout all of these years? Or did you fail to recognize a fixed mindset in the moment? By asking yourself these questions on a regular basis and being flexible to learn from them, growing from the mistakes that you've made in the past, you can identify your fixed mindset almost like trigger points in a way 
and develop new strategies to adopt more of a growth mindset. It's all about continuously learning. And remember, all human beings are unique. I am not like you, you are not like me, and we're not special in that way. But what works for one may not work for the other. Without being consistent and flexible in your own approach, you cannot develop a growth mindset. So there's no limiting yourself to what you can and can't do. It's all about the self-talk and the motivation that you feel uh, just in your daily life. Don't get me wrong, we're not going to be motivated all the time. And uh, in the Knowledge Society, uh, the organization that I'm a part of, they, they really hate the M word uh, for motivation because motivation is uh, a fleeting factor in the grand scheme of things. You're not always going to have motivation and you shouldn't rely on motivation to help you grow. Uh, but it's about that consistency. It's about the determination to be able to stick with something and keep getting better and better and better and challenging yourself, uh, just going deep on multiple things and not stressing out about the value of your knowledge. We have so much time in the world. We have so much time to reflect and we really need to take advantage of this time. So I would suggest to read a lot and make connections with people on a, on a much deeper level. Uh, in school, I feel like we all, we have so many acquaintances uh, that many would call friends, I guess, but the more that I spent just uh, realizing who I was, the more that I realized that these people I only know from social media or I only know from just short conversations in the hallways and they're not really my friends and that's okay you know you don't have to be friends with everyone you know and not everyone has to like you frankly if everyone likes you you're doing something wrong i forget who quoted who quoted that but uh seriously you have to keep creating and learning how to think for yourself because no one's going to do that for you Find examples of success and rather than emulating them, strive to be more driven like those people. You still need to be unique. So there's a lot of things that you can do to just like really forward your mindset and uh, just, I guess, ignore the value of things you're going deep on and just go deep on multiple things. Don't stress about it. Work hard, but not too hard. Find that Goldilocks zone because me, I, I get burnt out really easily because I get super excited about things and I want to work on them all the time. And then when it's over, it's just like I crash and that's not good. I need to consider that I can be wrong sometimes and I shouldn't judge uh, how I'm doing based on whether I'm feeling tired all the time or whether I'm completely dedicated to one thing or the other. I need to just force myself to come up with my own personal worldview and think for myself in almost every aspect of my life because I know that that's when I'm the happiest and that's when you'll be the happiest is when you're just being yourself and uh, figuring out how to grow in your own way. Also, I think a big thing to consider is don't judge your success based on the people around you. So I know that uh, a lot of people around me, when it, it's very true that you are the product of your environment. And 
if you see people doing cool stuff around you and start to let that weigh on you, like, oh, I'm not doing enough, I should be doing more uh, things like person A or person B, and I'm just, like, lagging behind, that really gets in the way of your mental health, and it makes you feel like you're not worthy of the same things and the same pursuits, but it is so far from the truth. Like, this past week I had to really reflect on what I was doing because I'm constantly surrounded by all of these amazing, hardworking individuals that I admire so much, and they honestly are doing things that are so awesome and giving talks and writing articles and all this stuff, and I had to step back and be like, why do I feel like I'm not doing as much? And I spoke to a friend about it uh, late at night, and she was like, Valkyrie, we both know that you are doing so much more than the average high schooler. You are doing so much. And it's okay if you have one week where you're not completely infatuated with this idea and just running with it all the time because we're going to have ups and downs and we need to pursue what we want to pursue and not what others want you to pursue by coming up with ways to make things that make you happy and not judging uh, what you're doing by the fact that uh, others are doing more. That's not going to make you happy. What's going to make you happy is truly assessing what you want to do and figuring out ways to go to these places with optimistic people and find examples of success in our current uh, I guess environment. We have to become successful people, but by starting early like this, I already know that I'm so much farther ahead than I used to be, and that's what I need to keep in mind. Right now, I think the best thing for me is to enjoy working hard on what I want to do and become an expert on multiple things, but discover what I really want to enjoy. Uh, I also need to keep in mind that my EQ matters. For those who don't know, that's your emotional intelligence, kind of like IQ. Um, but it's honestly like like your emotional intelligence matters on, on a lot of levels much more than uh, your IQ. Just because being able to pursue these strange paths and network all over the place that bias towards action is going to get you way farther than someone who just scores A's on every test but doesn't have any friends and doesn't have any social skills and isn't able to communicate what big ideas they have. They could be the smartest person in the world, but they, if they don't know how to really synthesize that information and get it out into the world, they're not going to be able to solve a problem. They're not going to be able to start a company. There are different business models that are being globalized and creating opportunities for tons of people, and the CEOs of these companies are not the smartest people in the world. They're going to make mistakes, and for example, like startups, they assess companies by their value and their use of products, and company decision decisions should be open to reasoning, you know? You don't have to be an entrepreneur, uh, but you do have to start now with all the resources that you have. If you want to, if you ha- that you have, if you want to build something up, you know, uh, there's just a lot that we can be doing to activate that uh, 
I guess, response from our peers, from our daily lives that are all about changing your mindset, being committed to growth forever until you until the day that you die because by constantly growing by constantly challenging your mind by being faced with all of these little setbacks and constantly prevailing getting higher and higher above everyone else that's only going to happen if you're able to accept the fact that you're not always going to be on top all the time you're not special (laughs) and i'll say it a million times for everyone that needs to hear it you're not special you know but it's the things that you do right now that are going to impact how you impact the world and i'm making that statement very broad for a reason because everything is open to interpretation everything i say uh is going to be taken away in a different light and people are going to have different opinions on what I say and I mean again feel free to message me and tell me all about it because I I love hearing all these new perspectives because sometimes I might be wrong sometimes there might be someone who says the complete opposite of what I'm saying and for most things I can I can see the other argument and I can see it and I can take it in and I can really internalize what they're saying And maybe apply that to the next time that I put content out or the next time that I try and phrase something differently. Again, I'm not perfect and the editing on these podcasts is not perfect and there will be weird, awkward pauses sometimes and just a lot of commotion. I mean, I'm recording this in my house so people might walk in and I, you know, nothing's perfect. And I just want to end off by saying... Growth is so important and it is truly the thing that has propelled my love for learning, my love for science and math and STEM and just my body, just exploring what makes me feel good and I I feel like I touch on this every time but it's a learning process. Life is just all about learning continuously and those who take those parts of life and run with them are going to be activators, are going to be the people that solve problems. Whether you want to be a leader or a follower, it doesn't matter. You're always going to have to be constantly learning from your mistakes. And if you embrace that right now when you're young and when you have the ability to almost like like truly reinvent yourself you're going to have such a better time in life in your career in your family relationships just everything so yeah i am gonna leave off with that uh there are new episodes of this podcast every thursday any comments, questions, concerns, critiques, all happily welcomed. Feel free to leave them wherever you want to leave them. And with that being said, for the millionth time, you are not special, but you can be revolutionary if you put your mind to it. See ya!